It's time to swarm the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled! Corn Huskers? More like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye Oasis located in a Nebraska desert. We got a big one for you today, boys and girls. Pop culture icon, defensive specialist for the Buena Vista Fighting Beavers. We have Darian Beauregard, a.k.a. Debo. What's going on, man? Yes, sir. Ain't nothing much. Thank you guys for having me on here. I'm looking forward to a great podcast talking with y'all. That's that's no worries. We're excited about it. We've been following. You've just been exploding all over. And just for this interview, I brought out my Fear the Beaver hat just for yes, you. Sir. It's it's all in <laughs> that's our awesome. it, you know, we focus on the Hawkeyes, but in our quest to bring a little bit of Iowa to Nebraska, we got to bring along some pop culture icons. So let's be honest, we're kind of yes, all sir. things Iowa. We support Drake, we support you and I. Anything Iowa related, we're gonna back a hundred percent. And I've been to Storm Lake, I've been to BVU. What a beautiful campus that is. Anyone that oh, hasn't yeah. had a chance to go there, it, it's pretty mind blowing how what a hidden gem that place is. Um, Debo, walk back a little bit, tell us a little bit about your background. What brought you to Iowa, to Buena Vista University? Because, I mean, it's actually Buena Vista stands for beautiful view. And, and it is it is beautiful. And you're from a little ways away, if I believe. So, yeah, tell us a story about how you got there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I'm, uh, so I'm originally from Casa Grande, Arizona. Uh, it's about smack center right between Phoenix and Tucson. And um, actually, this was the last school that talked to me. Um, our defensive coordinator, Coach Delk, reached out to me on Twitter and said they wanted to get me on a visit out here and they were going to pay for the flight and everything. So to me, that showed that they really had some interest in me and it wasn't just a copy and paste text to an athlete. And uh, so I came down here and I actually stayed with uh, the senior quarterback at the time and the senior receiver. And on my visit, you could just tell that it was just a tight brotherhood here and that everyone was actually, even if you didn't know people, like walking down the halls, you just saying hi to everybody. It was a very friendly environment. Uh, very different from Arizona. In Arizona, I always tell people here, uh, Arizona, I feel like you got to be a little tough guy 24-7. But here you can be the nicest dude in the world and have some of that Midwest hospitality. So what was your high school career like back in Arizona? I mean, what what positions, what can, you know, any accolades? I mean, what what what, what were your achievements back in high school? Um, so my senior year, so we played 5A and 6A is the highest in Arizona. And we played 5A with 28 people on the roster my senior year. So 
we were going against teams with 100 kids on the team, and we had 28. So I was fullback, receiver, wildcat, QB, DN, safety, corner, linebacker. I just kind of played whatever needed to be done. I mean, needless to say, I won 10 my senior year. Oh. But uh, I finished that year with uh, over 100 tackles. And then uh, I, wow. missed, I missed three out of the uh, eight conference games. So I didn't get, like, honorable mention or nothing. But still, I had 100-plus tackles. And after missing three games, that's incredible. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, Debo, we need to like really uh, build a base here for the few people that are listening to this podcast that it's probably, I'm sure not very many at this point that are like, who the heck is this guy that you're interviewing with that glorious mustache? (laughs) Talk about how your, your rise to fame happened. Um, how you got discovered by Keith Murphy. We're huge fans of Keith Murphy and our, the RVTV group, all those guys, Andy Fails. Those guys are fantastic. Tell us about how, how all this came about, and then we want to play a quick little clip to follow up with that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, so the BV football Twitter got um, – they announced the team captains, and uh, luckily and thankfully I was one of the team captains, so I'm still very thankful and – happy that I was able to get a uh, captain in high school. I wasn't even voted team captain. So it's a great, it's a really big honor to be voted team captain for a college football team. And um, so we tweeted that out and then, yeah, that's kind of just where things started rolling. Keith Murphy had a bunch of uh, the college football, Reddit, Twitter, had a pardon my take quote it and just a lot of big names start quoting that picture and just saying like <laughs> number four is now my favorite player, like getting called Joe Exotic all these different kind of names, uh, diamond Dallas page, one of my <laughs> personal favorites. <laughs> the diamond cutter baby. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it just took off and I mean, just rode the wave for a little bit while I could. So before we get to the video clip, Adam talked about, I mean, is this look, I mean, is this all you or did you try to model this on somebody or is this just all your own creation? Cause it's more, if I, we couldn't find the photo, but they've showed you, I mean, you've basically like had a, like an evolution of this look for the last four years in the team photos. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. is this, is this all you, is this just, you're, you're making this up as you go or. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of just honestly kind of just who I am. Um, I've, Every, to everyone else here like a lot of my buddies on the team and everything like when I came to fall camp with a bleach blonde mullet no one really thought twice besides the freshmen like usually it's just like oh there goes Debo doing something different like <laughs> like uh my junior year when I had that Joe Dirt mullet I literally I had an hour in between my classes and I just went to Walmart and said I want a Joe Dirt mullet like no hesitation I just went and do it so no no real inspiration I kind of just like doing I like being goofy. <laughs> All right, Debo, for the people watching on the YouTube channel, why don't you pop off that hat and show off that mane? Let's take a look oh, at yeah, that. Here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, yeah, little, yeah, here, I'll go ahead and leave it off there for a little bit. <laughs> that is, that's a beautiful you know, head of hair. As, as, somebody, <laughs> as somebody that has to wear a hat in these things now because I just have very little to work with up there, I'm, <laughs> I am jealous, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I try telling people, too, is like, I mean, I only get this one chance to be in college, and do you want to try to look as good as you can all throughout college, or do you want to have fun? So yeah. I have fun. 
<laughs> You'll never regret that. That's always a good decision. Yeah. I remember I always no had kidding. buddies like in college were like, we're going to grow out our mustaches for November. And there was always about th three fourths of them to half of them. We're like, no girls are going to talk to me if I, if I have a mustache. And I'm like, the girls that won't talk to you if you have a mustache <laughs> are the girls you don't want to talk to you. Those, are, those girls are not yeah. cool. Yeah, All no right. kidding. All right, we're going to play this clip here real quick. And then afterwards, we want you to kind of walk us through it, okay? Okay. I've never seen him in person before. We're going to see him in the flesh. It's time to meet the celebrities of RBTV. Keith Murphy. Ed Wilson. It's Andy Farrell's. And a special guest, all the way from Storm Lake, half Australian, half Mount Everest, Dima! Easy ladies, easy ladies, hands to yourself, selfies only. Ladies, there's only one Devo. I just took a took a drink of Red Bull and it came up through my nose. Like, that is the coolest thing ever. Like I love it. Walk, walk us through that, Debo. How that idea all came about and what it was like shooting that. Um. So honestly, I mean, I don't think they had any idea what we were gonna do prior to me getting there. I got there. We went into a uh, one of the little town shops on Main Street where they were all set up and everything and they literally just bounced off and forth off of each other for about 10 straight minutes and just drew up that whole thing it was it was pretty fun to watch just them being like well, what if he did this oh what if he did this no 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 we're gonna do this and it was great they just told me uh <laughs> bring my uniform and uh told me follow them out there and they gave the whole the whole town that was there the gist of what they're gonna do and the whole town was awesome the town was down for it i had a bunch of people telling me that they I mean, they've seen the fame that's been going on and they've seen me kind of blowing up and I mean, everyone just loves it. So how far has your fame spread? I mean, have you heard from any like points far away or I mean, had any interactions? I mean, what's what's some of the wildest stuff uh, that you've, uh, you know, as far as as far as how far away maybe you've heard from? Um, I guess really to answer, I guess to answer that, like nothing too crazy has really popped up, but um, it was kind of cool. The um. So I just recently had um, an interview with um, uh, CBS. Then they came down here and did a whole thing with that. And um, Mr. Owen was the guy that I was with. And he actually he actually showed me some footage of the Iowa State-Iowa game. And he said there was about five people at that game wearing a Debo exotic shirt for the Iowa game, which is crazy to me. Like, I have no clue who those people are I, they just like me enough to wear the t-shirt to the iowa yeah. game so that was awesome to see it's kind of unreal so debo if, if somebody's wanting to pick up one of these shirts i'm going to show it here real quick um if someone's wanting to pick one of these debo exotic shirts up uh how do they go about doing that and i know i believe you're donating some of the proceeds or uh, something like that um, so yeah, you can just go on the Ray Gun website. Uh, I have the link in every one of my bios on my Twitter and Instagram there. Um, tweeted them out. Uh, yeah, just on the Ray Gun website. Right now, um, I guess it sounds worse than it really is. I guess it sounds bad, but I haven't set up anything to donate any sort of profit at the moment. 
Well, you're a but, college student, you know, like it's not yeah. like you're flooded with cash. I mean, it's probably, <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to build a like pay for some lunches and, you know, maybe buy a case of beer for the weekend with it. So I yeah. wouldn't feel guilty about that at all. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. It's, it's cr- tough out here. How crazy is that, though, to be a Division three athlete, being able to take advantage of an NIL opportunity like that? And then also, how is Reagan yeah. to work with? They've really been on the forefront of all this NIL. And I mean, how you know, so what what what's been your reaction to all this and being able to have an opportunity like this in a Division three environment? And, and what have they been like to work with? Oh, well, I'm I'm pretty sure at the moment, I'm pretty sure I'm the only D3 athlete getting any sort of money for NIL. So that's already from what I know, at least I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. So that's awesome to even think about. And um, Raygun's great. They're a great company. They they keep me updated with everything. We're able to talk and um, kind of work through details or when we were making the shirt, kind of ask if we could do this or we could do that. And they did it without any hesitation. Yeah, they're they're really good people over there. All right, Debo. Last time we checked, our research team uh, looked into you, into you a little bit just to make sure. We wanted to make sure we knew who we were interviewing today. And um, from what we found out, you're a criminal justice major. Now, is um, is that mustache going to carry over to a career in law enforcement? Because I know that you know if you end up being a police officer and you flash a stash like that, you're going to stop criminals <laughs> dead in their tracks. Yeah, I mean. Uh, truthfully, I don't really, uh, know 100% what I want to do when I get out of college. I'm, I'm real, just live in the moment type of guy. I don't look forward in the future really as probably much as I should. Um, I wanted to be a fireman. Um, don't think that that's going to happen quite anymore. Um, I'm hoping I could get an internship this spring with maybe the, um, with, uh, one of the officers down here. Uh, the chief of police, Chris Cole is reactive with BV students. So I'm hoping maybe I could do something with him. Um, other than that, I really like history. So, uh, I'm planning on getting a minor in history and I might end up becoming a, um, high school history teacher and a coach. I would love that to help, um, younger generations the way that coaches have helped me through my life. Do you want to stay in the Midwest or you want to go back where it's warmer again, since uh, you're a warm weather guy sitting in, uh, and we're on the verge, (laughs) on the verge of another Iowa winter. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I want to stay in the Midwest. I love the Midwest. I think it's, it's great. People here are great. I mean, besides the snow, I think everything about it's great. I love the greenery. It's it's a lot better than yeah. back in Arizona, in my opinion. So Adam and I have a lot of things we miss about Iowa. What are some of your favorite things about Iowa, whether local to Storm Lake or, you know, chains, what have you? What are some of the what are your, some of your favorite things that you've discovered since coming to Iowa? And make Adam and I a little jealous, because like I said, we don't have access to a lot of these things <laughs> living, living over here. Oh, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind, and uh, any of my teammates and any of my coaches will tell you this, I've said it since I was a uh, freshman when I first came here, Casey's Pizza. I just love Casey's Pizza. And <laughs> yeah. I know it's not just Iowa, but, oh, man, I go there and uh, it's, it's I always get a, get a pizza at least once a week. And uh, other than that, I mean, I don't really leave Storm Lake all that much just being in school and especially during football season. So it's kind of hard for me to say uh, – really one main thing in Iowa, but at least from the comparison to Arizona, to the Midwest, Casey's pizza is my, that's my baby girl right there. I, <laughs> I love going to Casey's. <laughs> did, did you ever think you'd get pizza like that from a gas station? Yeah. No, no. Back home, <laughs> I sound crazy saying that I love gas station pizza back home. <laughs> 
Well, it's the people that don't know or the ones that haven't tried it. Because you hear like gas station pizza. That's, you know, it sits in the heater forever and it's all crusty on top and yeah. dried out and not good. Not Casey's, man. That stuff's next level. <laughs> sure. If you're from Iowa and you don't like Casey's pizza, they'll probably deport you pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right. as they should. <laughs> so so at least you at least have you tried a a phenomenal breaded pork tenderloin sandwich at least since you've lived in Iowa. I mean that's that's one of the things we really miss over here that they just mm-hmm. don't do it like they do in Iowa. Have you, you had at least had it. one of those locally? Uh I haven't. I'm probably one of the pickiest eaters you'll ever meet in your uh, life. I don't I don't try new things. I I stick to the same four things and I'm happy with that. You well, you won't regret it. Ask anybody in town. They'll tell you where the best one in town is. Just it's an Iowa thing. So you got to try okay. one for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely will then. Jerry and I always say to Tasty Tacos, if you can get by Des Moines to get one of those, that's one of the oh. best of all time. Like the okay. best tacos of all time. And then a great burger, fast food, Bebop's is phenomenal. Okay. One of the best of all time. Um, Jerry and I always talk about this. He'll send me like pictures of <laughs> different things he's eating when he goes back to Des Moines just to like make me jealous. Like he had a, a Bebop's cheeseburger just sitting in the container with the fries, it was like an Instagram post of like, you know, beautiful food picture. I'm like, yeah. And you know, and now that we've brought it up, maybe we can, you know, go down there and really talk it up. Maybe we can get you some more NIL opportunities with these places. So yeah. Hey, I'd love that. I'd <laughs> the heck out of some food. <laughs> we go, well, we got Patrick McCaffrey, like a, a big fat gift card for Pancheros because he talked about it on this really? podcast. So, yeah, I don't know how much it was for, but I think they took pretty good care of him for the semester from what I hear. If it was a, if it was oh. a value of this podcast, it was probably, you know, five bucks and a side of rice. But, you know, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's, more than, that's more than you would have without it, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, so, more than, that's more than we've made off this podcast. <laughs> so go back to that clip. Um, it was in our research team, again, discovered um, when when uh, Mr. Sears interviewed you or Mr. Soundoff interviewed you or introduced you, half Australian, half Mount Everest. And that is actually your Twitter description. Where does that come from? Um, so it's actually off the, uh, the Adam Sandler movie, Don't Mess With the Zohan. And uh, when in the previous years, it, it's kind of hard looking at the roster pictures, but uh, my sophomore year is probably the best look at it. Um, when I grew out my beard, um, one of my best buddies that uh, graduated last year, uh, Cole Ullman, he used to play football here. He would always get, give me jokes and say how Middle Eastern I look when I have the beard and everything. <laughs> and uh, so in the Zohan, um, Adam Sandler is a dude from the Middle East and just talks with the accent and everything. So we I know that movie by heart. I can quote that entire movie. So we would always just go back and forth making jokes with it. And I just stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Debo, tell me about uh, on a little bit more of a, a serious note, the conversation you had with your girlfriend after you were named one of the team captains, you picked up the phone and had a very emotional conversation about a major accomplishment. I mean, this is something you're going to look back on when you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s. And um, I honestly truly don't believe that when you're in your 20s, most people don't have the true life perspective to really realize an accomplishment like that, how big it is. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about that conversation with your girlfriend and how emotional that was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the the topic arose, I think, a day or two prior about, um, hey, come to the coach's office and uh, vote for team captains. And I was really I was really hoping to get a team captain, but I mean, uh, we have great dudes on defense that 
like our linebacker Tanner Frost got captain. He was just one of those for sure lock-in type of dudes. He was a previous captain, and uh, <clears throat> they said vote for one offensive player, one defensive player. So in my head, I'm like, well, I'm already out of the running. Like I already know my my buddy's gonna get it, and I was I obviously wasn't gonna let it change who I was if I didn't get it. But obviously, I mean, shoot for some type of goal, and um. So they didn't tell us, like, how things were looking. I thought just Tanner was going to get it on the defensive side of the ball. And um, <clears throat> the co- uh, Coach Mo sent into the uh, football group chat we have mm-hmm. uh, just a picture. And I just see the little lineup of the captains, and I see blonde hair. And I was like, well, I mean, I get my hopes up too fast. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much they edit. Here's your nothing. And then, yeah, I clicked on it, called my girlfriend right away, was talking to her the night before saying it has to be sometime soon. They're going to release the captain. And, yeah, I just cried for about five minutes there. And she just kept telling me good job and she's proud of me. And I just I couldn't even have I couldn't even talk. I had no words. I was just filled with pure excitement and joy. I think that's a lot of the reason why people have taken to you is not so much the awesome look that you have is that there's depth depth there. And um, a lot of genuineness and you really do give it all you have out there on the football field. And um, you just have a lot of great relationships that you, you know, people you've connected with on that campus and in your life. And Iowans are really keen on that type of thing. Um, Like Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, um, how you treat people and how kind you are is very important to Iowans. And um, that's one of the things, you know, and it's very similar to us living out here in Nebraska too, you know, um, it's all about treating people with respect and how you want to be treated. And uh, you, you definitely um, exude those qualities. So I'm kind of thinking maybe you had a little bit more Iowa in you than you thought back when you were growing up in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I always tell people that I claim Iowa now more than Arizona. I just tell people I'm from Iowa at this point. Like, and, uh, and like you said, it, it really does mean a lot to people. Just uh, I, always, I always kind of live by the quote, you never know what someone's going through. So if you can just walk by and just say, even just say hi to somebody, if you don't know them, like you don't know how much that could help them. If you can hold the door for Casey, uh, I held the dude or I held the door for a dude at uh, Casey's. And when I blew up, he was commenting on all the posts saying like, Oh, this guy held the door for me at Casey's. And I wanted to tell him he was just awesome, but I thought it'd be weird. And it's like, to me, I don't even remember holding the door. Cause it's just like a second nature type of deal. But That's to nice. him that was like, Oh, like, Hey, thanks. Like he remembered that. Well, and being honestly, being the one who communicated with you the most and getting this set up, I mean, you know, when we when the when you first started blowing up and you see the clips, I mean, it's just real easy to write it up and say, hey, this guy's just all about the attention, you know. And I mean, dealing with you, you've been one of the most respectful, genuine. I mean, I think you said sir in about every text message you sent. And, you yeah. know, as a as a parent, uh, I mean, it's just so impressive. I mean, where do, where does that all come from? I mean, how was that ingrained in you growing up? And I mean, what, you know, what, what helped develop that in you? Cause you are, you just, you've just been a really, you know, humble, respectful and incredible, you know, just great to talk with and communicate with. Yes, sir. Well, I really do appreciate you saying that. And I mean, I guess, uh, I guess my dad was just really kind of installed that into us real early, like, um, win or lose you tell the other team good game you don't say anything you're not supposed to you're uh, I think a part of it too is I've always just kind of been like this I think it was just kind of one of those uh not necessarily nature versus nurture type deals but I've always been when like when I was little I'd run to the door to go open it for everybody like I've just always wanted to be nice and try to just 
I don't know, make people smile. It's easier making people smile than it is making them upset. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and we can use more of that today. And I mean, that's just, yeah. we got to get you some more of these opportunities because I mean, you just bring so much to the table for anybody <laughs> that's willing to, willing to promote you. So, well, yes, uh, thank you so much. Debo, we're going to ask you, this is probably the most serious question of the whole entire interview. So I need you to really focus up here. Uh, everybody wants to know mustache care. What do you got to do to take <laughs> care of that thing? And how do you get it to flip out to the side? Do you have to use mustache, mustache wax or does it just naturally flow like that? um well i mean it, it honestly just naturally flows like this i i have mustache wax my girlfriend got me some and she kind of gets kind of gets a little upset between you and me that i don't use it but i don't really i feel like i don't need to like i naturally just have these little curls and uh i think that's good enough i feel like if i do the mustache wax it almost looks like i'm trying too hard in my opinion to get that's it true. so if that's i could true. have it like this then you know yeah that's, it just showing my comes. I'm showing my age, but that's got to be the most phenomenal handlebar mustache I've seen since <laughs> since Raleigh Fingers played back in the '80s for the Brewers. Yeah. He I looks mean, like Raleigh Fingers. Yeah, you do. Of. You've got, you've definitely got that look to you. So. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That one was a lot in the uh, in the Keith Murphy Facebook comments a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Raleigh Fingers. <laughs> and, and, and at your age, you're like, who's Raleigh Fingers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to Google it, and especially like I wasn't. I'm never too big into baseball or nothing. I grew up really just only being a football player. So it's kind of, it's nice as I'm getting older to start reaching out into different sports and kind of knowing some different things. How does it feel to get all the comparisons saying that you look like a younger, not drug addicted, law breaking Joe Exotic? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It's all fun and games. I, who doesn't want to, I don't know, who doesn't want to have fun? You know, I like, yeah. I, I, no one's my favorite thing. And uh, me and my buddies were talking about this is in those Facebook comments and getting compared to all these people, I couldn't find one mean comment at all. Everyone That's just nice. genuinely is just like, geez, like I want to party with this kid or like this dude <laughs> made the most out of his college years. Like, you know, no one's like, oh, look at this, like idiot or something like that, which is nice. Okay. And in today's world, when you think all there is is negativity, uh, it kind of just goes to show there's really – not just negativity in the world and a lot of people are good people just wanting to have fun yeah it's usually the really nice people that have positive things to say generally just don't say anything which is too bad it's the <laughs> the guys that have the negative stuff or the ones that always are spouting off at the mouth so that's but that's great you know how, how they get yeah. a hand on a look like that it's gorgeous <laughs> yeah yeah it's usually to kind of go along with that too just kind of saying like it's always the uh the smallest dog with the biggest bark oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. To, you know, it's like I said. You know, we, we, you know, the the whole image thing has been fun to watch you explode. But getting to know you like this has just been tremendous, man. We, I wish you know, Adam and I wish you nothing but the best moving forward. And uh, we got to get you some more opportunities. You're the real deal. Um, uh, I want you yeah, to so reconsider you with you playing for you know the BV Fighting Beavers. I heard one of the the T-shirt options was the Beaver King. I thought that oh, yeah. was pretty <laughs> sick. Like, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I don't know how you pass that one up. That might be T-shirt number two in the future. Yeah, I, th I think at the time, that those were my two options between the two. And at the time, um, it was just kind of uh, surreal to me that I was going to have a T-shirt with my face on it. So at the moment, I wanted some type of my name on it as well. But I do wish Beaver King, I do kind of wish I would have put that. That is a good little saying. 
have they told you how uh, you know how much how your sales are doing on your shirt? I mean, do they provide you any kind of numbers? And I mean, has, has it been surprising? Oh yeah, it's definitely been surprising. They uh, the the most recent um, update I got from them, I want to say, was maybe a week ago, and they said it was over two hundred sales. Okay, no which is which to me is nuts because I mean I I would have never thought. First of all, people would want my face on a T-shirt and wear it around, and second of all, the fact that I'm getting income from doing nothing but looking goofy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Debo, before we get out of here, one, just if you want one, one second here just to address all your fans and followers out there that are supporting you, going to the BV games and following you on social media, do you have anything you want to say to everybody? Uh, I guess just like thank, thank you guys. Thank everybody. I mean, thank you too. Um, really just everyone that supports me and just kind of sees that um, – that I'm not, I don't just want the attention for myself, but I'm really excited to bring some attention over to BVU and kind of get, kind of get us on the map a little bit and kind of get some momentum rolling when we haven't had the best um, team, football team in general and other various sports programs throughout the past years where now we're getting some more attention, kind of gets the ball rolling to hopefully winning the conference. So I'm really happy people are seeing that, um, that, I'm not a selfish person. I don't just want all the attention for myself. Well, as a Division three alum myself from another school, I'm taking my. I'm. I, they may. Uh, they may disown me now because I was a Simpson grad. But you know, I can appreciate oh. that. I can appreciate bringing that attention back to uh, trying to bring it back to your school and your state because uh, Division three schools in Iowa are just incredible schools. So I mean, it's. Yeah, I can. Are. I can fully appreciate what you're saying. So. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Debo. Next ball game coming up. Who we playing? What's the game plan? Where are we going? What's going on? Fill everybody in so anybody listening out there can be there. Uh, so we play Luther College at home, actually. It's going to be our um, our second home game, our first uh, game during the day. So that'll be nice. Hopefully we have a lot of people there, nice atmosphere. Uh, versus Luther College, they're um, a good team. They, they've they run triple option in the previous years. And uh, from what we see, this isn't they don't run triple option anymore. They have a good receiver that we need to really uh, lock up on and kind of stop him. And I think we win the I think we win the ball game. Our offense is going to score touchdowns and defense is going to stop the offense. Nice. Well, nice. everybody listening out there, get out to BVU. It is a jaw droppingly beautiful campus. Um, you're going to get to see Debo's mullet flying in the wind down the field <laughs> making some tackles. It's, uh, yeah. it's a great it's a great place to catch a football game. I've seen the venue and it is it. It's not even just for a Division three program. It's just it's a beautiful, nice little intimate view right there, and um, it's right on the water too, isn't it? Yeah, it's right on. That's kind of one of our main attraction points. Is we're right on the lake, right on the field. You can see the entire lake uh, down uh, south of the field. Okay, and should be a beautiful day. I think it's going to be like mid seventies. It's not low seventies, so it should just be a great green, sunny day for a football game. All right, all, all right. right. Well, um. Um, Debo, we usually end this with like a go Hawks, but do you guys do like a go Beeves over there? Or how, how do you guys do that? Fear yeah, the Beaver. We, yeah, we do a lot of uh, roll Beeves, baby. All right, roll <laughs> roll Beeves. Good luck this weekend, man. <laughs> and the go Hawks from Adam and I. And go Hawks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll do go Hawks too. <laughs> All, All right, heck man. yeah. Thanks, man. Have a great one. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Have a good day. You too.